1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. When it was time to bring back the money from their investment in Petro-Saudi International, Cheryl Halmi told the court that the whole experience was a pain in the ass. Not only was it a pain, but it was also too good to be true. After agreeing to buy a 49% stake in PSI's subsidiary, it was agreed that 1MDB will get 100% economic benefit, despite PSI owning the remaining 51%. This meant that PSI would not get any profit from this arrangement. This morning, Shafi delved right into questioning former 1MDB CEO Sharul Haumi about why the company had purchased a stake in Petro-Saudi Oil Services Limited, or PSOL for short. PSOL is a subsidiary of Petro-Saudi International. Remember the Murabaha notes 1MDB had obtained from the termination of the joint venture project with PSI? This was used to purchase a 49% stake in PSOL. From there, 1MDB in turn sold its stake to Bridge Partners International Investments, a Hong Kong-based firm, in exchange for unit trust. This, Sharul said, was because in 2012, the US began imposing sanctions on Venezuela, and Jolo advised Sharul to pull 1MDB's shares out of PSOSL to avoid negative perception from the US towards Malaysia. Shafi put it to Sharul that the whole exercise was an elaborate scam devised by fugitive businessman Joe Lowe, and it was not possible for Najib to be involved as he was also conned by the latter. In reply, Sharul said he can't comment on what the Prime Minister knows or doesn't know. Still questioning Sharul about the PSOL deal, Shafi brought up a Director's Circular Resolution, or DCR, which dealt with the purchase of the 49% stake. This DCR stated that 1MDB was to acquire the 49% PSOSL stake for 2.22 billion US dollars, with commercial arrangements for it to be entitled to 100% of the economic benefits. The remaining 51% is owned by PSI. A 49% stake with 100% economic benefits. How does this work? Shafi quizzed. This was the agreement that was negotiated by 1MDB's general counsel Jasmine Liu, Joe Lowe and PSI, Sharul answered. This sounds bizarre, Shafi observed. Do you agree that this sounds too good to be true? The lawyer asked. Yes, Sharul replied. 
It is unusual, but it is in line with PSI's previous generosity, as they had agreed to indemnify 1MDB of any adverse forex impact of the redemption of the Murabaha notes, he explained. It is worth noting that despite having spent 2.2 billion US dollars to buy a stake in PSOL, there were no documents that showed PSOL was in fact a subsidiary of 1MDB. Having spent billions on their venture with PSI, 1MDB eventually wanted to repatriate 1.83 billion US dollars back to Malaysia. This repatriation plan was called Project PITA. What is Project PITA, you ask? It's an acronym for pain in the ass. Cheryl said it was an internal joke among the 1MDB management. P stood for PSI. PITA also stood for pain in the ass because it was a pain in the ass to repatriate the funds, he added. Why was this the case, Shafi asked. It was a pain in the ass because you needed to delicately track the government-to-government deal. We cannot proceed on a purely commercial basis, Sharul answered. Further explaining that it was a sensitive issue that we needed to tread carefully on and Najib needed to be consulted to approve certain things. Before concluding for the day, Shafi asked Sharul about Joe Lowe's relationship with Najib. Why did you have 100% trust and confidence in Joe? the lawyer asked. Sharul said it was because of Joe's demeanor and Najib's actions around him. Joe seemed to have access to him. The witness gave an example of him treating Joe to homemade fried rice and the latter asked him to make some for the former Prime Minister too. Joe gave me feedback that he liked my nasi goreng, Sharul added. The witness also observed that Joe was able to access Najib's Tamanduta home at any time and had even passed Sharul the phone numbers of all the assistants there. These observations, he said, accumulated over time, which led him to believe there was a close relationship between Joe Lowe and Najib. Shafi then asked that court be adjourned for the day, and Sharul quipped from the witness stand that his throat was getting dry from testifying. The judge obliged, and proceedings adjourned for the day. The trial will resume in the first week of June. To all our Muslim listeners, we would like to wish you Salamat Hari Raya Aidil Fitri, Ma'av Zahir Dambatin. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam with additional reporting by Bede Hong. I'm Patrick Teo.